Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, once again, due to the Chicago crappy weather, the snow is coming down. The hedgehog or the groundhog saw a shadow in Chicago and said, hold my beer, I'm going to make it snow for a week and just be below freezing. So we are doing it. Um, we're doing it through Google. What the hell do we do? Oh, yeah, we do Google. So we're doing it over Google or Zoom or whatever. Uh, we do have a phenomenal episode. Everyone's back. Shout out Jack for being uh, my special guest last week. It was a lot of fun with him. This week we'll be breaking down the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, Bears trade rumors. For timeout, we got... I don't really remember. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't really remember. Um, and then the rank, we are going to do one of my favorite ones. I've had it on the list for almost two months now. That is the top fictional cars. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Okay, guys, welcome back. It is good to see your faces, even though it's over Google. Uh, Nick, it was your birthday. You're officially 30 year old. Um, yeah. How, how was it? So uh, I, I'm not going to ask, but how do you feel? I feel, <laughs> I feel phenomenal. Uh, I feel really good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm 30, which uh, sounds older than it is. I feel really good. Uh, but yeah, I was in Colorado last week, the entire week, skiing with uh, some friends at mm-hmm. Beaver Creek. Oh, check out my uh, my T-shirt from the local liquor shop. Nice. Beaver Liquors. Be- oh, that's an awesome Beaver Liquors. Um, <laughs> that's is, a good one. Is the local liquor shop there? Um, but uh, we had a great time. Uh, the weather. We skied three days. The weather was bright, bright blue skies two days, and then full of powder another day, which is like the perfect mix. Uh, hadn't snowboarded in a couple of years and picked it right back up where I left off, which was awesome. Uh, unfortunately, my roommate uh, hurt his knee. Um, we we're telling people that he hurt his knee doing an awesome, uh, backflip, uh, cause that sounds cooler. Uh, what really happened is he stopped on the side of a run to take a piss. And when he was putting his skis back on, he kind of twisted one of his knees. Uh, so he's, he, he's got to get an MRI and, and hopefully he'll be all right. So just shout out to Chuck. Hopefully you're hanging in there. Um, I haven't seen him since we got back. He's been at his girlfriend's. So, um, hopefully he's doing okay. Other than that, it was great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Birthday was great. It was, uh, you know, just like a couple guys from college and my roommate. And that was, uh, it was cool to hang out in the, the big group like that um, for the first time in kind of a long time. And my first like actual trip vacation uh, since COVID, like that included flying and everything. So, so that was good. And I got COVID tested and I'm negative, so I should be good to go. There we go. Johnny, how are we doing? Good, man. Just riding out the Chicago weather. Um, My car has been snowed in for a week and a half now. Um, So can't really go anywhere, do anything. But I don't know. The roommates have been nice enough to drive me around, so it hasn't been too bad. And restaurants started opening up, I think, January 30th. Um, So I was able to take uh, my girlfriend out to dinner, which is great because I had no other plans. Uh, so we went to uh, Maple and Ash, and that was amazing, phenomenal place. But uh, yeah, other than that, watched a very boring Super Bowl. Uh, excited to be back in the studio with you guys, Johnny. Do you not yeah. ha- do you not have a shovel to dig it out? I do, but I'm not on one of the main roads. I'm like surrounded by main roads, so uh, they kind of plow all those and shove them right where we live on our little side road so it's 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 the last one they clean or even like uh lay out rock salt for the ice uh, okay so you're so, just kind of yeah, screwed by, yeah by the time I, I i was able to get out there i mean the snow had already frozen my wheels and everything but, Oof. uh we're working on it <laughs> hopefully by next week i can use it 
as long as it's as long as it's working for golf season. It's all good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'll be thought out by then. Yeah. yeah. Peter, how are we doing? We you sent us briskets of your meat again. Yes. Yes. So weekend was good. Um, surviving the Minnesota cold, guys. It's like freaking. It was like negative five this weekend. Like all times, constantly. I made a brisket at negative five degree weather. And it was, it was, it worked. It worked completely. <laughs> so it makes me feel completely confident in my, uh, me smoking ability. But my, uh, my brother came, came and visited for the Super Bowl. So that was cool. Um, him and his girlfriend, um, had some beers, watched the Super Bowl. It's kind of boring, but I made, uh, the brisket it was up at five in the morning to put it on there. And then I made like smoked queso and smoked mac and cheese. It was pretty good. Um, some nice picks of it too. So, uh, but yeah, it was pretty, pretty solid, pretty chill weekend. Was was excited for the Super Bowl, but wished it was a closer game. But whatever, we'll talk about it. Yeah, uh, my weekend was good. On Friday, I went over to a buddy's house. Um, I went over to my old apartment. I went over to John's. Our buddy Keith was there, um, my original, original podcast host. So he was asking a lot of questions about what we're doing. He's all jealous that he's off the team. Um, but it was so cold. It got to minus 10 at around like one o'clock in the morning. So I was looking at Ubers. I was like, man, I don't want to walk home. I didn't bring my gloves and I didn't bring my hat. And I was like, oh man, I, I don't want to walk home right now. Uh, it was $52. I live only four blocks away. So it's $52. So I was like, dude, uh, I was like, I'm going to just like wait here until Uber prices go down. It took until 5 a.m. for Uber prices to go down. And then I got an Uber home for 3.30. So I'm glad I waited. I was super tired. We were just like watching uh, Nathan for you and a bunch of like you old to, or like old uh, Key and Peele YouTube clips. It was awesome. Then we just like caught up. It was nice. I haven't seen him in probably over a year. So that was nice. Um, Saturday, I didn't do anything at all. Sunday, I watched the Super Bowl. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. It's kind of boring. Looked up a lot of golf stuff. Nonstop. I'm I'm getting the itch terribly to go back to golfing. Um and it's like the worst time. So like it's absolutely frozen outside. So yeah. But yeah. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the Super Bowl. Let's give a little recap. Um I've been hated. I the one thing that I was gonna text you guys, and I don't know why I didn't. So Patrick Mahomes ran for five hundred yards getting away from people. It was like the only game that I can remember, like watching and just being like him struggling, but still being like, dude, this guy is so good. Mm -hmm. He is really, really good at what he does. Like that, like he had three different throws that hit someone in the hands or head while he was scrambling, throwing the opposite way, falling down. Right in face. It's like, (laughs) that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't think so I've it was seen like one of those where he, he lost and it's like, you know, he lost to Brady, but it's like, dude, he, he really looked like a stud. He's, he's playing hurt out there. He looked great. Um, hats off to Brady. I mean, Brady was awesome. He did what he had to do in the first half. And then it's, it's so nuts that it's like Tom Brady, if you get him into like just controlling the time and a game management scenario, I, I don't know. He could be 50 years old. I don't think he could beat him. Especially yeah. with the way with Jones and Fournette was running the ball. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. They had the wrong game going. Come on. The defense was awesome. I mean, like, they were all over Mahomes. And that's kind of like what I called out last week. It's like, you know, they pressured Aaron Rodgers, shut him down. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing. Um, I mean, honestly, with how Mahomes played, yeah, he looked really good. There were some plays like he was basically on the ground throwing the ball and, like, would hit a dude, like, 30 yards down the field. But then, like, honestly, it was like it felt like he was trying to play hero ball the entire second half. And like instead of running the ball or like just trying to, like, listen to the play call, because like every play he'd get the ball and then just like scramble, like he'd roll, run backwards or roll right and just try to like make a heroic throw. It's like, is this what they're running all game is just let Pat Mahomes run back and just kind of like figure it out? Or part of me thought he was like audibleing or. And I don't know. It just felt like he was completely off rhythm the whole game. And it just, I, I think there was a like, defensive line of the bucks. The, yeah, the line was getting to him almost immediately. Like every time. It was yeah. Not. I mean, Barrett and uh, Jason Pierre Paul, I mean, played like absolute studs. Vita Vea played mm-hmm. well. 
Um, it just it is crazy that they were missing two of their starting linemen. Um, it just it sucked that like that line in the Super Bowl got so hot. It's like, do not let this team get hot, and like they got hot at the best time, and they had like the best matchup possible. Yeah. So, I I'd take nothing away from the Bucks because you you play who's in front of you, and so I mean Chiefs are the reigning Super Bowl champs. Um, yeah, what'd you guys think about the taunting call with the guy putting up the peace sign in uh, Tyreek Hill's face? I get the flag. I mean, it was so blatant, but uh, you know, it's I don't know, it kind of is. It is taunting. It is by the rule book, yeah. Right, like you can't not call it when it's that blatant. You can like do it, but like to do it right at him, like in his face, face, like that's like. (laughs) So my thing is when when the flag came in, he did the old like, "Oh, what are you talking about?" Is that just something you have to do? Because there's no way that he didn't think that that was taunting. He knew what he was doing. I think he he thought like, "Oh, it's not fair." Like he did it to me. Yeah, you know, you you always got to play it up. Any anytime, it's just like in the NBA. Whenever they call a foul, you could have like just straight up hacked the guy, and you're like, "What what do I do?" Or you you go, "Yeah, yeah. you go (laughs) exactly, Johnny." You go hands straight up, like I was just standing here. What are you talking about? Yeah, Um, even after you punch him in the face, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, classic (laughs) trick. You know, Um, I thought there was a lot of really light uh, flags in the game, like a couple of like pass interferences. I was like, really? Are you sure about that? That could have gone either way or uh, defensive holdings. It seemed like it was all going against the chiefs, um, which maybe I was a little bit biased cause I had money on the chiefs. Um, but I don't know if you guys felt the same. I, I, so I was actually thinking about that throughout the whole playoffs. It's been a big thing where people are talking about that. The refs are really letting these guys play. I wonder if like Goodell or the NFL were like, Hey, we got to, Gonna reel it back in a little bit. I don't know what it is though. I love when it gets a little like uh like schoolyard football. Like you you see a little you see some jersey jersey tugging, you see some push offs. I don't know. I like that. I mean they're professional athletes. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like it's not like a little shirt tug is gonna be crazy. I like when they let them play. Um I get that they're fouls. It's just like sometimes I'm like, come on, let's it's the Super Bowl. Right. True. Yeah. You don't want to foul. You don't want to like change the game with those plays. No. It was fun. Like I, I really dug like how Fournette and how physical he was like all game. And like, it just reminded me of like the, those like Jacksonville days where he was like beckoning at the guys and he was running up to him and hitting them. I was like, the guy, they got Fournette going. And like, when you have a run game with Tom Brady and those receivers, like it was going to be really tough. So, I mean, that's back when you wanted him like on your fantasy team, that's how he was running during the yeah. playoffs. Lenny, baby, playoff yeah, he, like, <laughs> he was like back in high school when he looked like a grown man and like was getting recruited. Honestly, when he was in high school, he looked like a literal 35 year old man running the football. <laughs> so, like, so exactly, it looked like a young, young Leonard Fournette, even though he's very young. <laughs> I have a stat. Did you know that there was only I think it was three five-star high school recruits that played in the Super Bowl. Wow. How nuts is that? That's kind of crazy. Um, Hotseatrivals.com. That's actually insane, actually. That's kind of nuts. Five, only, only three that have played in the Super Bowl ever? No, 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 no. This five Super Bowl. Oh, this Super Bowl. I was so like, it was, it was uh, <laughs> Fournette, Patrick Mahomes, Um, blanking on who the last one was, but still, when I saw that, Kevin White, maybe I was like, like, "That's kind of nuts!" Like a bunch of three stars, a bunch of people that didn't get picked in the first round. Here's the difference: when you're in, like, it's just you got to have like when we uh, when we drafted Patrick Williams, uh, I think Beer was mentioning it, where we just drafted like an attribute, like he's got this wingspan, he's this tall, and we will mold him into the player we want. I feel like that's what you see in the NFL because you have to pay these guys. So you have to be under a salary cap. So it's like, I right, let's do the Belichick. Let's get someone in the fifth and let's just like get a body type and then mold them. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't see that happening, but it's awesome. Yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool little comparison because normally you'd 
and that's that's interesting too. Normally, you you draft players, especially like those late round players, and try to mold them. Like the best players are the ones that are coachable. And it's like they they're not all of them are like five star athletes are the moldable yeah. coachable players. So it's kind of cool to see. I also love that when they say like five star high school recruits, you're talking about like watching someone play when they were like eight years old against other eight years old until they were like eighteen. Like wow. That guy's really good. And you're like, yeah. I remember what our football team looked like. We had a couple guys that like went D1. We're like, wow, yeah, those guys are really good. And then the other 60 people were like, yeah. <laughs> you do this to stay active. Like, you, you're yeah. like, you, you know what I'm talking about. So it's like a high school you're, sport. You know, you're doing yeah. it for fun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> then there's these um, kids, you know, on a path. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then, like, when you see Trevor Lawrence, you're like, oh, that guy's really good. And then he'll see like uh, someone else the quarterback, and he'll be like, "Wow, they're 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 like the best quarterback in Hoffman." Like, yeah, there's thirty thousand people in Hoffman. There's millions and millions of playing the same position all around the world. Um, <laughs> there was a there was about? a guy. What? Sorry, just quick aside. There was a guy I went to high school with who was a year older than me who ended up playing football at Notre Dame, and I think he might have played a year or two in the NFL. He was an All American at Notre Dame too, so he's really good. And he was just. I remember playing baseball against him when I was in seventh grade and he was in eighth grade and he was hitting bombs, home runs at the, the high school size field as a baseball player. And he went on to play football. And there's like, there's just something that it's just like, like I can't even compete with that at that age. It's just however, whatever he ate, however he was bred as, as a young kid, whatever it was just like that innate sort of like, talent and strength and everything else. It's just like, okay, and that's what like a professional athlete actually looks like. I'm nowhere exactly. near that. You guys remember when Steven Strasburg came out and was throwing like a hundred in high school and like everyone was like, we're drafting him number one and they're going to put him in the MLB and then the, like, the nationals did and like, he was still good. So it's like wild to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to know that, that young. Yeah, yes, you're gonna be good. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you can't find the high school recruit, but I'm saying like most of them you gotta like. There's the there's the crazy outliers like a Leonard Fournette where you just look at them and you're like you're gonna do things. Like, <laughs> you could play D1 ball and then you can go and play on Sundays. Like I, you can do that. He's a grown I mean, man. He looked like a grown man. Yeah, you're yeah. Him. He had a household with junior a loving year. wife and children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was like, yeah, I started shaving my head freshman year and I grew up a beard. It's like. He's like, he was showing pictures on part of my take. He looks almost the same, like, like a natural, like age progression, but he looks like how he did, which is like a little bit babier of a face. And you're like, seeing that guy walk into your like homeroom, 15 years old, be like, we are not the same. <laughs> yeah. like, we, we are not built the same. You are not the same person as I am. Like you were, God put something in you when he made you that he was just like, forget about me. <laughs> Um, what'd you guys think about the halftime show the weekend? It was solid. It was good. He did nothing. I mean, it was a good performance. It was fine. And, but I think people's people probably had some false expectations or too high of expectations compared to last year. Personally, last year was, awesome. last year's uh, was unbelievable. Shakira, my boy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat it. Um, but again, yeah, J-Lo fan, Johnny? No, Shakira. Wasn't JLo last year? It was both, both. of them. And oh, yeah, but I was like, I'm pretty sure JLo was last year. I remember Jenny from the Bronx or Block or whatever it is. <laughs> Same thing. They both work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like The Weeknd a lot. I've seen him live before, and he's definitely a good artist and a good performer, has a good voice. But he, he's like the difference between last year's show and him is he's not a dancer. He doesn't get out there and do the choreographed dance like like everybody else does. He's just out there singing and kind of looking good and doing a little like every once in a while, like little spin move or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it misses that extra level of kind of like pageantry. Like the showmanship. Yeah. I mean, th I think that he uh, he don't or he used a bunch of his own money, like millions of dollars uh, for the show just to make it. To like his vision or his standard or whatever yeah wow it was pretty cool but uh especially with the pandemic going on the fact that you could actually get that many people involved in the, in the halftime show is cool but yeah i mean again. a little fun fact i believe unless you've seen him more than once i saw him with you nick at bonnaroo yeah bonnaroo yeah 2017 that's right yeah it was a good show right 
It was end of the, yeah, it was the yeah. end of the weekend, which was fitting. Um, it was no Lord. It was Lord not as good off. as Lord, but it was still entertaining. Yeah, I remember Dan. Oh yeah, they know Dan. Dan was Dan. freaking out at the weekend. It was awesome. He was like turn <laughs> to us, and he'd be like, <laughs> he would just be like, he was like drunk or anything. He was just like, in, like he was just like hypnotized. He was like. Dude, he can like sing, and we're like, yeah, he's like a professional artist. Like, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. Really he's like, I remember he played the hill, and he's like, this song slaps. It's got like a he's billion like, really streams on Spotify. Like, yeah, it's it's a good song. The, <laughs> the lining one of the biggest four festivals in the country right now. I think he's pretty good. <laughs> I, it was I'll, like something like hearing the Beatles for the first time. Like, have you listened to that? <laughs> <laughs> because, you're at a Beatles concert. You're like, have you heard this? I'll forever Dan. I'm here. I'll forever love Dan for. Uh, also that weekend after um uh flume uh just classic dan just able to speak his mind fl- uh freely after flume just turns to everybody and goes well that sucked completely unironically <laughs> <laughs> just great yeah, I thought he, loved it. he put on the glasses he had a blast i thought i'm pretty sure it was at flume <laughs> it might have been uh it, it might have been based um he, no it wasn't based next or no, it, maybe it was a major laser. It might have been major laser. Um, just oh, he was shitting on that hard. Yeah, yeah I think that was it. Why I love Dan so much is at like a festival surrounding everyone. Oh, yeah. so like lovey dovey, hippy dippy. Like the girls we were with had glitter all over themselves. I hate that stuff. I think it's fine. I like them. They're very nice people. I just hate the glitter over everyone. And Dan, we, we were just there at major laser. And he just kept looking around. He's like, it's like these people are rich. Like these people are rich. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I've been, I've been making music for a while. He's like, this music, this music, shit, and it's like awesome because everyone around him is like, this is the best. Like, you can't get any better. But you just have Dan in a. Uh, he was wearing like an oversized uh, button-up shirt with all these different peppers on it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's just shitting on it the entire time. And like, I think he was like drunk or anything. He had like one ear the entire show. He was just, he oh, was just, right. he was just yeah. ripping it in. He was just ripping it up. And then I, I forgot who he saw. He was like really excited to see like Medion or Matoma or something. And I didn't want to see him. And he met up with me after before the Chili Peppers. And he comes up and he's just like, you. I was like, how was the show? He was like, the show the music, great. The the audience, I think they're all inbreds. Like, <laughs> we're like still very much in the crowd. Like we we weren't that far away. It's like the show ended, and I like met him outside of the show, and it was like all those people were like oh, this guy in the pepper shirt is just calling everyone inbreds now. But I loved it about Dan. I loved that like when everyone's having a blast, he his fun is shitting out. Like you would yeah. think he's not having fun, but he is enjoying yeah. it. So, <laughs> it's awesome. That fucking yeah. sucks. And you're yeah, this yeah. is the time of life. Just being able to shit on that. We we had a funny story about like if we're talking about like same same scenario. We went to Kenny Chesney in Milwaukee. This will be really quick. And like we got obliterated before the show. Like, I mean, we drank more. And then Dan was like our chaperone. It's just a great role for him. Not stressful at all. And, uh, <laughs> like, we're there, and, like, we're sp- I'm spilling beer on the people in front of me. It was bad. Like, it was pretty It was pretty bad. But we're walking. It was, like, it wasn't too terrible. Me and Jack Hagerman, we're walking out, and we start screaming. We're in Milwaukee. Start chanting, bear down, Chicago Bears. This is last year. Like, we're, we have no rights to be singing bear down <laughs> as we're walking out of the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. Like, so we're walking out, screaming this dance, like, oh, my God, like, get away. And then he walks ahead. He's walking ahead of us, like, trying to get away. And then, like, a bunch of people, like, started talking shit and dance. Like, I don't even know them. And, like, <laughs> ran away from us. He was pretty, pretty horrible, pretty horrible chaperone. But honestly, honestly, he was awesome. He was, it was pretty, pretty funny seeing him freak out about that. But, uh, but completely could see him losing his mind at a music festival like that. But, uh. I, I've never seen someone go a four-day festival and been and be that mad. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he had fun. I don't think he smiled. He doesn't. I remember, I won't say the name, but I remember one of the girls we're with turned to him and just said, Damn, why are you always such a buzz? Like, I remember like, you that. believe it? Like, I mean, you're kind of being a buzzkill, but like, we're used to it. We know <laughs> you. Like, this is just Dan. Like, uh, this is just who he is. Um, I, I love Dan. Sorry, Dan. You know, we love you, though. Um, I texted him today, and he just gave us a compliment on the podcast. He was like, the audio is incredible. I'm sharing it to people. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. That is the highest praise I could Dan. ever receive yeah. is for Dan to tell me that the audio is fantastic. Thank you, Dan. And then we just go on a 10-minute rant about shitting on his Costanza <laughs> anger. Um, all right, let's get back on topic, though. So we do have superlatives this week for the Super Bowl. Um, I'll start first with, um, it goes MVP. No, 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 it doesn't. It goes biggest surprise, biggest no-duh MVP. My biggest surprise was um, that Tyreek Hill, like, just couldn't get anything going. I was very surprised with that. I know they were going to guard him hard, but I thought he would get a couple of, couple of like mm-hmm. long runs or something like that. Yeah, I was very surprised by that. Uh, let's go, Johnny. Uh, for me, it's uh, not a single touchdown by the Chiefs. Yeah, I knew. Yep. I mean, even up to the, up to kickoff, I still did. I did all my research, and I said, you know, if the Chiefs can take care of the Bucks line up front. They'll have enough time to dump it either to Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey, who's literally just a wide receiver, uh, moves and has hands like a wide receiver. But um, yeah, he did not. They they did not have any time. They shut it down. So yeah, not a single touchdown. That's crazy. Nick, uh, my biggest surprise was there was no guests at the halftime show. Usually they they bring on a guest the last the last few years. Uh, last year we had J Lo and Shakira as kind of a tandem. A couple years before that, I feel like it was like they had like Chris Martin and Beyonce and Jay-Z all at once like a couple years ago. Uh, so I was expecting. And right before um, the show went on, my girlfriend saw something on Instagram that said uh, the the secret is Daft Punk is going to join uh, for the halftime show. And I was like, I I don't believe that, but that would be un- that would be awesome. So then I had my hopes up and they were let down. So that was the biggest surprise for me. That is by far the rumor that has not stopped for 10 years. For 10 years now, like any festival, if you're waiting for a lineup or any like big live performance, like the Super Bowl or the Grammy or something, there's always something that's like, I'm telling you, I heard it from like cousins, dog sitters, dog walkers, friend who's dating this guy. Daft Punk's going to be the headliner. And you're like, well, really? Like, they said they weren't going to, like, ever tour again. And they're just like, I'm telling you, they're coming back. And everyone's like, that'd be nuts. And then they, they never do it. Yeah. They we, refer to themselves we, as the robot. We can hope, I mean, though. Like, we can dream. Dude, I think maybe one time, I mean, they're getting old. Thank God they're just DJs. Yeah. We could, we could press play any time of the day and just stand on top of a pyramid, and I'll see them pay a lot of money. Do the robot. Uh yeah. Beer. So my biggest surprise were the drop passes by Kansas City. Um, like I mean, Tyreek Hill, like literally hitting your helmet. Travis Kelsey dropping first downs, like what the hell? And he's like yeah. going like this. You could tell like the gas was out. Like yeah. they just weren't. That meme when he drops that first down pass and he's just sitting there with his hands on his head and his like eyes open. And he's like, mm-hmm. even even him with, oh my god, yeah. Oh, the, the whole first half, I'm like, oh, they have the yips. They'll get over it after halftime. Yeah. Remember, like, the past couple of years, too, like, the Chiefs were, like, they would start slow and then catch up and win. Like, yeah. that would happen. Remember yeah. that uh, Texans game? Yeah. Where they played, like, Texans were up 21 nothing, and then all of a sudden the Chiefs won by, like, 30. Like, it was just ridiculous. But today, or, like, on Super Bowl, they just, they never came back. They never Dude, it was crazy. Um, my no-duh of the Super Bowl is that the halftime performance turned into a meme. The, <laughs> the, the like, uh, him in the, I don't know what it was, like a room of mirrors. I don't know. I had like lights and mirrors when he was like taking the camera and going all around. And there was just like the new Mr. Krabs meme of it. Like it's just the weekend, but everything's all blurry and the fish are coming around. And that was really good. 
Um, the, the best one I've ever seen, because I know someone that does this, or doesn't do this, but has done it in the past, it says uh, when the lights go on at the bar and you haven't found a girl yet, <laughs> and you run around the that's a good one. I, that that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. That the like left shark was a big thing. Like the halftime show always somehow become a meme. Lady Gaga played a good performance. Her thing was the meme of her jumping off doing the Michael Jackson. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't you can't escape it. Which I like it. Uh, yeah. Let's just keep the same order. So Johnny. Yeah, for me, um, and we already talked about this, but I already knew the halftime performance was not going to be as good as last year's. Um, even it, even though the weekend did uh, put in a lot of his own money into it, Shakira. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you gotta say. No, yeah, no other explanation. Yeah. Uh, my biggest no duh was like Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Like, I I cannot believe that I came on this podcast uh, two weeks ago and argued adamantly against beer. Uh, who was a good sport playing devil's advocate that Tom Brady was going to lose the Super Bowl like easily or something like that. Not not to say he hasn't. I mean, he's what now seven and three in a Super Bowl or something like that. But uh, like, yeah, no duh. Beer. My no duh was it's similar to Tom Brady winning, but it was like at the end of the game when I remember it was they gave they punted the ball back to the Patriots with like eight minutes left or like, I don't know, or not Patriots, sorry, the Bucks. But like, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was like this one last point where they had enough time and time possession and like they could make it work. And it was basically up to Tom Brady to kill the clock. And it was like, no, duh. And he, no, duh, kills the whole goddamn <laughs> clock down to the, like, down to like two minutes and just kills Crazy. like the last hope. Yep. And it was like, you don't do that. And like Tony Romo was saying, it's like, you don't give it to Tom Brady. He's had this experience. So that was no duh. It's like, yeah, Tom Brady or Tom Brady's going to milk the clock down and just ice this game out. He's just, dude, he's been doing these game management situations in the playoffs, not just the Super Bowl, for like 10 years. 20, it's kind of nuts. 20. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, that's true. But it, it, it's like crazy to me. It's just every time. Um, yeah, uh, my MVP of the Super Bowl is gonna be Gronk because that first touchdown <laughs> when he goes in the end zone and he's like got his arms out and then he just oh gives it a big big old spike gave me goosebumps. I loved it. Two touchdowns, made a lot of big plays. Loved it. Really busted the game wide open. And that almost was my no duh of like Tom Brady throwing touchdown passes in the playoffs to Gronkowski. I thought that was like too much on the nose. So that's going to be my MVP. Johnny. Um, mine's too obvious, but it has to be Tom Brady. Cause seven rings yeah. is just fucking ridiculous. And there's no arguing for the same reason the beard just said, and obviously just the seven fucking rings is crazy, but I do want to give a special shout out to uh, the streaker and the pink uh, onesie who made it out to the field. Um, pretty interesting story behind all that, which obviously didn't pan out. I think it was for a bet that he made against Bovada. No, 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 no. It didn't happen. Don't believe that. No, no, it's a bunch of bullshit. Either way, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. Um, but yeah, that the following night, I think at the parade, he did get out of jail after streaking on a five hundred dollar bail, and then he went to the strip club to uh, celebrate with all the players, and then he got on the stage, started doing some pole dancing before. (laughs) Eventually, he was, he was, he was, he got kicked out. Um, but yeah. not before he like tried to grab as much cash as he can off the stage, <laughs> and then he ran out the front door. Um, <laughs> I didn't get where people were saying that he made a bet. Um, I've been I've been gambling a long time, and on any prop bets that it's like can can somehow be influenced, like mm-hmm. the Gatorade or something like that. There's always a limit. You can't bet fifty thousand dollars on plus seven fifty. Right. Yeah. This is not how it works. This is not how it works. Yeah, they ended up saying there was like some kind of eight, like the limit was eight hundred or a thousand or something. But I, I think what happened is so I, there's so many things coming out. I heard that he was like marketing like a, mm-hmm. some site. I don't know. Who knows? It's a porn it's site. Like, Pretty sure it's a porn <laughs> site. That's what I heard as well. Yeah. <laughs> haven't haven't done my research yet though. So I didn't even yeah. know, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just I didn't see that. Um, me, uh, my MVP, I have co MVPs, uh, the Bucks defense. I really thought the Bucks defense, like 
either JPP or uh, I forget the linebacker's name should have won the actual. Uh, yeah, should have won the actual MVP. Uh, like I love Tom Brady, but like the 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 defense is really what did it. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the um, the two uh, linemen that were out for the Chiefs, particularly Eric Fisher, like if there's ever a way to show how valuable you are to a team, then to see like how much Patrick Mahomes got rushed that game and how much that impacted their ability, their offense's ability to like move the ball and everything like that. Like, I feel like that guy has a lot of leverage for contract negotiations moving forward. So. Well, I think he just got paid a ton. Really? Good. I mean, he yeah. deserves it. I mean, yeah, he, it didn't seem I like. I think Mahomes. he just got paid over a hundred million dollars. Right. Yeah. So. Mahomes hadn't gotten rushed like that all year. And then in the Super Bowl, it's happening when, when you're out, it's like, well, that's what mm-hmm. happens when I don't play kind of a thing. Before we get a beer, was anyone else surprised like how fast Mahomes is? Like he he kind of looked a little quick. Yeah, fast at running what running backwards. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it, 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 when like there's a 300 pound man chasing you, you're like, oh, I gotta I gotta pick it up. But yeah. I, I was like, I also love that when he when he's by the line, he loves that like arm reach out with the ball. Love it. He doesn't just tuck it in like go out of bounds. I love that reach for the extra yard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, beer. So my MVP, I'm trying to I'm still like at this last second trying to decide which I want, but I think I'm gonna go with the pass rush for the Buccaneers. Like they I feel like they should have won like Super Bowl MVP, at least like mm-hmm. Jack Bear, Jason Pierre Paul. I think they were all and Vita Vea. Vita Vea was all over like Patrick Mahomes. It was pretty fun to watch like a good pass rush like that. And it was like just four down linemen and go. And it worked and honestly it worked. So um, that's probably my MVP. My backup MVP was going to be the Buccaneers run game. So, cause I like, yeah, they did four really good. Four so hard. Yeah. All right. That was good. Uh, let's talk about the bears. So there has been some news about who we're going to have a quarterback. The big story this week is that we are going to make a trade for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that? I don't think it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. Really? I was going to say, do you hope it doesn't happen or do you don't <laughs> think it will happen? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think and I don't hope. Because, like, apparently there's reports that Pace never even made an offer. He, like, checked. And then when they said, like, two first-round picks, he just, like, hung up or something like, like that. That's like, that. <laughs> he's like, no, like, I'm not. But, it's like, think about Pace. He always inquires. He's always on, in the conversation. When Le'Veon Bell was available and, like, a free agent, the Bears made a call. Bears were like one of the teams for whatever reason, Le'Veon Bell. We didn't have money, but whatever. Then we drafted Monty. We're happy, but like, it makes sense. Right. And especially cause he's got that relationship or they had the relationship with the Eagles. Right now, Doug Peterson's gone. Like it doesn't really make sense to have him go unless Doug Peterson jumps on the staff. Also, I like to think it went a different way where he was like, Oh, I want Carson Wentz. And they're like, we want first two first round picks. And he's like, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I, I love giving away give first rounders. Four first round picks, Mitch and Foles. So, like, I mean, the Bears have just been loving giving up too much. So, I don't hate the idea. Here's here's another thing: it's the Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence thing for me. Mm-hmm. I don't hate the quarterback. I hate what we would have to give up. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate him as a player. I would like him on my team, but I do not want to have to give up what we have to give up to get them. That's it. Agreed. I think that's fair. Like, yeah. If you can't, if you waste all your resources to get the guy and you can't build a successful team around him, which is something that the bears excel at, uh, you can't really expect, expect them to, to come in and do their absolute best. I mean, it's why, um, Deshaun Watson wants out of, um, Houston right now is because they really did not, do a good job of putting assets around him and they sucked this year, even though he was statistically one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Top yeah. five. Yeah. That's the difference, right? He's a top five quarterback. So yeah. I'm ready to trade three first round picks for him. So <laughs> I don't know what it is. He's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Was, wasn't anyone else surprised when they were like, we want what Matt Stafford just got? We're like, <laughs> you know who Matt Stafford is, right? Like, okay. yeah, I mean, like, but like the difference is Stafford like was good on a bad team. Like Wentz was no, no, bad. I'm saying Stafford is better than Carson Wentz, so that's yeah. what I'm like. Come on, exactly. 
And it's, I, I yeah. would like to trade Mr. Trubisky for two first round picks. Especially uh, after they just signed him to a hundred million dollar deal. And then they like before the deal even starts, they draft Jalen Hurts. And then now they're sitting in a position like, oh, like we have this like franchise QB. I'm like, franchise QB you paid and kind of kind of sucks. So like if anything, they should be offering the first round pick. Like, because we have to take on that contract. That's a good point. I really like that point. It's so just, with that, with all the quarterbacks out there, let's let's do a little update. Who do who do you want to go for? So we know Watson. What, <laughs> you want Watson? That's fair. Because I was gonna say Carson Wentz was on my list. But now the two first round picks and a couple of players, he's now I don't I don't really want. Him. I it's easier when you just give me a name and I'll be like, yeah, I'd love that guy. But you could talk me into one second round pick and like a third or something. You could talk me into it for a good quarterback. Like you could talk me into it. For, for Watson? For for Wentz. That's what oh, I was saying. I was gonna say, man, if we could I'll trade the rest of my lifetime of second round picks. <laughs> I'll just, you could have them. We just won't pick in the second. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know why you'd give up a bunch of assets for a quarterback that's didn't play well. And that has a big contract. It's, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's like, good. I'm happy. We're going to, we're going to play golf a couple of times. Like Mack <laughs> loves killing Jared Goff. It's pretty fun. Like every time we play the Rams, like there's always a highlight of Mack murdering him. So <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> Two times um, next year. All right, let's uh, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where? Oh. Okay, the first one on timeout is um, this is ginormous for me. No, no way I'm bringing it up first. So little Uzi Vert embedded a twenty-four million dollar diamond in his head. Not even joking. He's got a $24 million diamond in the middle of his forehead. Sounds like if I were a thief, I <laughs> might be, you know, trying to do something about that. Like, he's just walking around with it all the time. And he's sleeping in his bed and you like you have like a, a ninja or like a thief like coming down the like ceiling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Mission impossible. Like, like a, I don't know, like a... Sleep with a groupie or something. Girl was like, hey, do you want to go back to your place? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> first, let me put on like a chastity belt for my forehead that like is thumbprinted by like three different people, maybe. Let me get your ID. Let me just, you know, get some collateral. Is that also how much <laughs> money do you have? We were like, I have a jet, I have multiple million dollar mansions. I'm gonna br- do the biggest fu money thing in the world and just put a diamond in my head. It's right here. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's a diamond in his head. How does that even? How do you even do that? Like, how do you get? Is it? Can you take it out? Like, is it removable or is it like a piercing where you have to like go back in to get it removed or something? I don't know, but for twenty four million dollars, I'm sure they figured it out. Yeah. Also, do you think the guy that like the because he went to a doctor, like you think the doctor thought he was joking? And I'm sure it was like an assistant that called. Like, hi, I'm uh, uh, representing little Uzi Vert. He would like this diamond put in his head. The guy's like, okay, this is a prank call. This is a prank call. And just like hangs up. And then they have to call him again. Like, no, no, this isn't a joke. Don't hang up. I have Mr. Vert on the line. How does does that conversation begin? Like, how do you pitch that? (sighs) I'd like you to put that in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. And I, I don't wish any ill will, but, uh, yeah, look at the picture. It's huge. It's not just it's like I was. Well, yeah, but I also know that like diamonds are really expensive. So even twenty four million dollars, I was expecting something, you know, just like a little thing. But it's like it takes up half of his forehead. I mean, it's you can't miss it, really. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's what he wants to spend his money on. He's been taking this is America. <laughs> it's like his most expensive purchase, and he sticks it on his forehead. I know this is kind of bad to say, but XXX Kachion died for having 10 grand worth of uh, like actual bills on him. This guy's got $24 million. Right in the forehead. Smack dab in the head. 
maybe it's like a, a big fuck you in that way too. You know, like he's just out there being like $24 million right here and you're not going to be able to get it. That's how strong my, uh, my security is. Mm. I like that. It was like all these, uh, SoundCloud rappers like, Hey, I'm going to get like my mom's name tattooed on my eye. And little Uzi was just like, I'm going to one up it, put something in my head, <laughs> plop it in there, put it in my head. You better hope he doesn't have like a fall from grace and he doesn't lose a bunch of money. And like, like he has to like live by himself in like a one room apartment, like his fifties and then gets jumped. Cause he has a diamond on his forehead. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with uh he's going to come on hard times where he's like, I got this diamond in my head. Like I'll he's sell like, it. Yeah. Sell a million, like half cost. Uh, like, we're like, gotta go to a doctor to get this. <laughs> putting it so up at tell- auction. I need some money. This, this diamond. Could you imagine at auction, but he has to go up? <laughs> he just they walk him up there. We got this this million carat diamond. It's like the best diamond in the world, and it's just little Lindsay Bird just like up there, just like showing us that off. Just showing it. You guys want it? Um, yeah, that that's nuts. I can't. <laughs> I mean, there's there is such thing as too much money. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this, this, this is like fuck you. Money is normally like I'm gonna buy a G5 for like twenty million dollars. Then there's fuck you money where I'm gonna buy a diamond and be like, ah. I also, you know what? I just talked myself into it. I like that it's in him. He's like, I bought it. I spent a lot of money. I want it with me every dime, like throughout the day. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know, I don't know how long he's gonna keep it in his head, so we'll see. Do you think this will start a trend? You think more rappers will put stuff in their heads? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> All right, let's head over to our next one. It's also music based. I don't know if you guys know this, but pirate shanties are the hottest thing in the streets right now. I love it. My ro- my roommate introduced me to it uh, a couple weeks ago, and they're pretty catchy. I gotta say. Oh. Have you listened to a drop of Nelson's blood yet? I think so. I don't know. I don't know the uh, names. Drop of just... Nelson's blood wouldn't do us any harm. I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's such a banger. So I love it. I'm all here for pirate shanties. It's, it is the best songs in the world because they're literally made for drunk people. It's, I just tell you the words and then you say them back to me. And that's our song. <laughs> <laughs> So you just need one person out of a whole ship to be like, I, Johnny, we're going on the voyage tonight. I need you to have like five whiskeys instead of 10 because you got to start the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Drop Nelson's blood. So a big thing that I want to get going. I started doing it. I love it. Shanty showers. When you're in the shower, start blasting shanties. I'm telling you, it's awesome. I like pretend that I'm like, getting like a bucket of water and like throwing it out the window like we're under siege or something i'm telling you i'm loving it. i'm rubbing dub dubbing scrubbing like i'm one of the like the workers like pulling the sail up are Nothing's you better than a shanty are i you, think it's a shanty summer are you a a, a pirate or just a a, a sailor Whew. depends on the day depends <laughs> on the song I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I can't tell you today I was a pirate. Tomorrow I might just be, a, you know, first mate. Who knows? <laughs> there you go. Have you, a Johnny or Beer, have you guys been listening to any shanties? No. I have not. No. To be honest, no, I have not. <laughs> I, I added a couple of shanties to the golf uh, the golf playlist. So okay. you will be hearing shanties this summer. Yeah. So cool. that's where I'll start. Okay. Yeah. Take some out. So you'll hear it. Listen to a drop of Nelson's blood. It's a bang. It's also like that song might be put off the air in a little bit because one of the lines is a big breasted lady wouldn't do us any harm. And it's like, I don't know if that's going to be around for a while. Um, it's true though. Yeah. Shanties are hot. Um, I know it's like really big on TikTok, but the TikTok shanty sucks. The Wellerman song, get, get out of here with that. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen like the same song basically over and over and over again. Yeah, they just yeah, think about like bringing me tea. I don't want tea. It's not a good shit. Tea. I want what do we do with a drunken sailor? What do we do with a drunken sailor? That's what I want. Um, yeah, so listen to shanties. I'm telling you, give them a chance. 
You're out in the streets right now, and you're not going to regret it. All right, the last one we got up is NCAA football is coming back. I oh. am jacked. <laughs> yes. I'm jacked. I'm, I'm jacked. Like, I'm jacked that you're jacked. I'm jacked <laughs> that you're jacked, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. NCAA football was always better than Madden. Always, always was. Gameplay was always better. It was always faster, more fluid. And like, I still play NCAA 14 like, to this day. I played it since sophomore year of college, sitting in, I live with Johnny. We, we mm-hmm. roomed together in the fraternity house, played NCAA football every, every day almost. It was nuts. Yeah. I was very excited to show, uh, share that information with you, Bear. I like, didn't believe you when you first said, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm sure it's coming back. And you're like, no, like click on it. I'm like, okay. And then I, I thought it was like, you're sending me like a dick pic and like disguised as like a link to <laughs> like, like, you know, oh, that to NCAA football. <laughs> this fucking idiot, you know? <laughs> that does sound like what would be sent with like the, uh, the guy with the big dick that was going around during the start of COVID. That seems yeah. like one of those like, did you hear NCAA's coming back? So click on the link and it's just. Like, oh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I love it. I remember in uh, 14 when you're, you're the, the like main menu was your dorm room. Oh my God. The race for the Heisman. Come on, get mm. out of town. I'm so pumped. I can't wait. 2010 had a, uh, or what was it? Yeah. It was NCAA football. 10 had Aaron Andrews, like, like break down your week in like road to glory. It was like awesome. Yeah. She would like come on and be like, he actually played pretty well this week, had 215 yards rushing and three touchdowns. And here's some highlights. Like that's just, I'm like, this game is so much better than Madden. Than like, <laughs> like, you gotta be kidding me. Madden's like, Oh, here's ultimate team. Like here's a bunch of cards and shit. Like, fuck. Okay. Real quick though. I want, I want to shut up these naysayers. I've heard two, I've heard two things. One, that the old game used to be better than Madden because they had so much extra money because they didn't have to play the players. Shut up. No one wants to make the sausages made. I just want to play the great game. EA wanted to pay the players. Yeah. Two, Two, I hear people like, oh, I'm kind of mad that it's now EA college football. Are you you an idiot? (laughs) You got doodle for brains? (laughs) Oh, the game's coming back. They had to change the name. They literally just changed it to college football. Yeah. They couldn't change. Like, come on. It's not NCAA football. It's college football because they can't have a deal with the NCAA now. So. Yeah. I don't care. Fine, <laughs> okay. Still the same thing. Give it. Yeah, like, I'm so pumped. Nick, did you play? Are you excited? Yeah, I I actually still have uh, PS2 that works that I have here in my apartment, and I've got uh, NCAA football 06. And Ooh, uh, a couple wow. months ago, I that's Reggie Bush, isn't yeah, it? Um, yeah. So he would he would have been uh, in there for sure. Uh, huh. I I went back and uh, restarted uh, or like rejoined a like race for the Heisman thing that I was doing, um, or like a maybe it was just a regular. Um, <clears throat> dynasty mode or whatever and the game still holds up it was the first time that they introduced like impact players so like you've got like three impact players on your team and when they're hot they start like bumping underneath them and everything like that so it was a lot of fun so god that game is so good so good i'm so happy to have it coming back heck yeah i'm I'm pumped um all right let's go over to the rank because if i talk about this anymore i'm about to pop (laughs) off um so the rank this week is Fictional cars. Fictional cars. Um, I'll start. I'll start. Okay. Number four for me is the uh, the Flintstones family car. Loved <laughs> it. When, when he would have to pedal with his feet and they always went to the drive-in. Uh, they, had the, they had the original OG sunroof just for the dinosaur the kids to sit mm-hmm. up on top. Come on. Do not do not sleep. And uh, Flintstones always a great show. Uh, number three is going to be the Shagwire from Austin Powers. Nice. <laughs> I love that car for some reason. Yes. It's like a simple Jaguar, but when it has like the British flag on it, it's just, it's just uh, also when he first uh, starts using it, he doesn't know how to use it. So he just starts hitting a bunch of stuff. He does the same thing. Cole member. I love that. I think that's hilarious. And it's a time thing. That's great. Uh, number two is going to be the mystery machine. Scooby-Doo. 
That's a hard. That's a hard band. That's a good band. You're gonna like. That band. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is gonna be the original Batmobile. Uh, so it's like a little bit longer. Uh, you'll see it in like the George Clooney Batmans and the Val Kilmer Batmans. I like the Christopher Nolan Batmobile, but that old school long one with just the bad wings. That that just like for some reason that hit. So I like that. Um, let's go beer. All right. So my number four is actually it's similar to the Flintstones. So it's like kind of funny. It's the Jetsons car like where they're oh. we're driving around. The Jet- I love the Jetsons. Like I grew up, I was a Jetsons kid. Um, yeah, I know it's a future car, but it's still sick. I mean, like that George Jetson gets to fight, drive around it. No, my number three is actually the same as yours. The Austin Powers Shaggy movie. It was, I actually had it down. I was like, Dang, he got the exact same one. But yes, I remember this. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool movie car. My number two, though, is the Batmobile from Dark Knight. Like, where he can, like, basically, like, feel like he could, like, turn it into a motorcycle. And, like, he pops out of it. And he's, like, still going. Like, that's sweet. And then uh, my number one is the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Because you can travel through time and be like, Marty, gotta go back to the future. So, like, uh, I mean, I feel like that's the class. When I first, when you first said this rank, that's the first thing I thought of was DeLorean. So, DeLorean. Yeah. yeah. It's a great car. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you want to go next? Let's go, Nick. All right. I got a lot of overlap with you guys on these ones. Uh, number four, the Shagwire. Uh, I oh. can't believe all of us have the Shagwire on our top four. And Johnny, don't say anything. I'm hoping you do, too. Uh, <laughs> number three, I got, uh, do you guys remember the video game Twisted Metal? Uh, yeah. what was, oh, yeah. what was the clown guy's name? I forget. Oh, it was Twisted. It was like on the, it, it might've been Twisty. Anyways, his car that had like the flaming, uh, head, uh, on top of it, it was like an ice cream van truck or whatever. And just that game in general was really awesome. Uh, it was awesome. I distinctly yeah. remember, I think it was Twisted Metal 4 was the one that Sweet I played the most. Tooth. Sweet Tooth. There you go. Um, so that's number three. Number two, I also have the Batmobile. Uh, I go back and forth on which one's cooler. You guys have both brought up good points. The Dark Knight one is like more for Bashin, but I think I'm going to go with the, uh, yeah, the more like early ones with like Michael Keaton, George Clooney, that sort of stuff where it was just, it was a little more fashionable. It wasn't going to like fuck people up, but it was just like fashionable. Uh, and then number one, the DeLorean, Back to the Future, uh, mm-hmm. beer, same thing. Just as as soon as he said wow. fictional car, that was the first car I thought of. For some reason, I could have swore the uh, Ghostbusters van was going to be on mm. Nick's list. Uh, let's go, Johnny. Come on, bring it home. Right. Number four, and I'm glad it's not on your guys, but it, I had Dumb and Dumber's Shaggin' Wagon. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's fucking hilarious. Number three, and I can't believe you guys said this too. Uh, Austin Powers Shaguar. Yes. <laughs> All four of us had it. Wow. I fucked it up. I had it at number four. I didn't have it at number three. That's why I was cheesing the whole time. I'm like, all right, Joe got it, and then beer, and then <laughs> okay. I that one. I didn't we're, think people. Would... We're on the same page. And number two, the DeLorean from Back to the Future, and number one, uh, the Batmobile. Uh, specifically from Dark Knight, for the same reasons that that beer said. But uh, yeah, shit, that's very similar. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, I would like to do an honorable mention. I wanted to do it, but it's a little bit too recent. Uh, Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. His car is just hilarious. Mm, yes, yeah. love it. Um, wow, I cannot believe we all have the Shagwar. <laughs> at number three, I, I can't. Believe it. I had it at number four. I fucked it up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, we yeah. all had it. That is that's crazy. It. I remember when I I came up with this list. I so like I have a bunch of things, and then I have my list under it. I had the Shagwire at number one, and then I thought about it. I was like, no, nah, Batmobile's got to have number one. <laughs> and then the Mystery Machine. Come on, I, I'm yeah. a big Scooby Doo guy. Like growing up, that was my favorite cartoon. So big Scooby Doo. Um, wow. That was awesome. I think that was the first time our ranks have been that similar with such a broad topic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening. Um, just wanted to say all the interactions that we've been getting on our Instagram posts. Um, 
very thankful for that. I've gotten a couple of DMs to the Instagram post. We are responding to everyone that wants to or that DMs us. We will respond back. Um, I really appreciate the feedback on there. I have noticed that every post we've put up, we have 300 uh, at least impressions on it, but only 72 of you subscribe. So let's subscribe. We put some good stuff, and I hope you guys like the podcast. Another thing is we are going to be rolling out the YouTube channel. We are figuring out exactly what we want to make the YouTube channel. We don't want it to be strictly just these episodes. We want to do some other stuff. If you have any suggestions, you know, you can just uh, DM us at Beer League Official, one word. Um, and then shout out to Lexi Lido for making us the Beer League coasters that we posted. Thank you very much for that. That was really, really nice for uh, thinking about us. Definitely check her out. Did great work. Can't wait to have them in hand. I got extras for these guys, but we'll show you guys those next time when we're in person. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.